All right, assalamu alaikum everybody. We are about to get started with part two of how to heal a broken heart. If you are tuning in on uh, or listening to this via the stream, make sure you go to www.brotherbenlinks.com and click the link that tells you to join us every Monday through Friday. Is going to open up a link for you. And when you open up that link, well, it's going to open up your text messages. And it's going to already have the word nation. All you got to do is hit send. Once you hit send, uh, it should respond with a Zoom link and a passcode for you to join on with us. We join uh, on with each other on Zoom, Zoom, Zoom at 8 a.m. every morning. If you are new this morning, we'd like for you to take notes while you're listening to the minister or any other video or book that we're reading. Because at the end, I'm going to ask you all, what did you get out of the message? And I want you to share what you got out of um, the message. So uh, we're about to go ahead and get started. Uh, we listened to part one yesterday and we'll be listening to another part or part two today. Believing he was talking about me, but what motivated them to try to destroy my character was it envy over his love of me and his choice of me. Now wait a minute. But when he was gone, and that's what a broken heart comes from, when you lose somebody that you loved and sacrificed so much for, or you think you lost them, and then there's a separation, a void that comes up, see? When the messenger was gone, there was a separation now. I didn't have the man that I could call on the phone, Drexel 30234. I still remember that number so he could give me guidance. He was no longer here. My protector was gone. My defender was gone. My benefactor was gone. And I withered under that loss of my best friend. So my faith began to weaken under the new teacher and the new teaching. My love for him was strong, but my faith in him as the messenger of God was broken. My faith in Master Farad Muhammad as Allah in person was broken. And that's what happens when you worship that which is not Allah. You look to a man to give you what God alone can give you. 
And when the man disappoints you, your heart is broken and your faith is broken. But if you were a true believer in Allah, you would know where to go to heal a broken heart. We are not perfect. We're far from it. So we're bound to ill affect people that look to us. There's no king that had 100% followers in this world. No president, no ruler, no prophet. If prophets had betrayers, And we're bound to test each other's love by our own foolishness. So when my, the light of my life was gone, I literally fell down. I went backwards. Not all the way, but far enough to know that uh, my faith was broken. See, once you disbelieve in the messenger, then the message becomes suspect. And you start throwing away parts of the message. Oh, I'll take some shrimp. I'll take scallops. I'll eat peanuts. I'll drink wine. I'll take whiskey, rum. I'll even get drunk. I'll smoke a reefer. Oh, yeah. I'll get high. I'll fornicate. I'll commit adultery. I don't give a damn no more. See, when your heart gets broken, you sort of don't care anymore. Like there's nothing to live for. Who said so? Well, I got so bitter and I learned to cuss all over again. And I'm talking about I cussed so bad one day in the car with Brother Akbar and his wife was in the car. And you know you're disrespectful when you can cuss in the presence of a woman and don't feel nothing. But when I got out of the car, I was ashamed because I could taste the bitterness of bile in my mouth. And then I said to myself, why are you like this? Why are you bitter? My phone didn't ring no more. Nobody was calling me to ask me this or ask me that. I hadn't lost any wisdom. I just lost a position. That's when you find out who your friends are. There's a song, nobody wants you when you're down and out. All right? See, 
just lose what people are attracted to you for. And you find you lose people. The messenger of Allah at a table said, you're with me now because I have something to give you. But will you be with me when I have nothing to give you? I had to answer that question because my faith now was broken. And I told my wife, Khadija, I said, well, honey, everywhere I travel in the world, I don't see nothing but sick black folk and the hell with it. You know what I mean? I'm just going to try to do something to help myself and my family. And I'm withdrawing from my commitment that I didn't make to me. I made it to Master Farad Muhammad and the messenger. So now his absence and everything being turned upside down now is testing me. I can blame the imam if I'm a weak man. I can blame somebody else. But they didn't make me turn. It was circumstances that weakened me. So, as I moved out into the world, unsure of the next step, when once I knew my foot was firm, but it wasn't firm anymore, then everywhere I went in the world and taught what he taught me, I saw the effect on them of his teaching. So I'm gradually being restored to faith. I went to Mecca, and there, Brother Akbar, big, you know, he, I mean, he was big, I mean, big brother then, and we kissing the black stone, and he moves the pilgrims out the way so that I could kiss the stone, you know, but I kissed the stone, and as I was making my pilgrimage, I was talking to the messenger. I said, there ain't nothing here, the apostle, that would make me go this way. See? And I sat down in the mosque in Mecca. And Akbar was sitting beside me. I said, look in their eyes. I said, they dead. I said, you know why they dead, Akbar? Because they worshiping a stone. They not worshiping Allah. Listen, listen, listen. And I told him, then. One day I'm coming back with 10,000. And then I saw it in the hadith of the prophet that a Negro would come with 10,000 and destroy the Kaaba. I don't know who that Negro is. I just have to wait and see. All right, family, we're about to head over to part two of this as y'all as we go into this next video think about what you have heard as we go into part two if I can find it let me see here All right, here we go.
of the best one among us. To be handsome. And nothing. That's why you go to the hairdresser. To one another enough for his coming and for him. Mm -mm. I know that ain't it hold on fam let me try to find the actual part two to this one because he had on the straight tie part two yeah that's a bow tie Okay, yeah, that was the only, that was the, okay, that was the second part of the video. It seemed like that was not the necessary end of that video. Uh, that was an hour and 26 minutes. Uh, but the part two that I'm seeing right now is not the part two to that. So we're going to just uh, stop right here and give you feedback on what you heard thus far on today. Uh, but if you remember something from yesterday that you would like to bring up as well, because we did have to get off at 10, uh, you can share that as well. So uh, we'll go ahead and go to the... Uh, I'm sorry. We'll go ahead and go to the uh, feedback now. So if you got something that you'd like to share, go ahead and press the number one. Go ahead and press the number one. Dang, that's my bad. I didn't notice that those was that part two that they had up was a whole different video. Okay, let's start off with Brother Emmanuel. Yes, sir, my brother. As-salamu alaykum. Well, salam And this here, man, is needed. I, I appreciate everything you're doing, my brother. The, 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 the message that I received is when the minister is speaking on him losing his faith and how he started to regain his faith by going back to the teachings. Mm of the messenger and watching the reaction of the people that he was teaching, it started to reinvigorate his spirit and, 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 and guide him back into the faith. And that's, that's, that's what I got from that. And it's, it's doing the same for myself as well. Just listening to the teachings of the messenger, the guidance, the wisdom, the understanding, the tutelage, the, the everything. That there, man, man, say I can, I can go on and on, but it, it, it hit me this morning, and, and it's gonna, it's gonna get me through this day. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate everything you're doing. Keep going, brother. Praise be to Allah. 
Uh, I'll play you tomorrow. Man, I might, I might have found it, y'all. Hold on, let me see. Let me go to. We're going to see what this is right here, y'all. Hold on. The apostle that would make me go this way. See? And I sat down in the mosque in Mecca. And Akbar was sitting beside me. I said, look in their eyes. I said, they dead. I said, you know why they dead, Akbar? Because they worshiping a stone. They not worshiping Allah. Listen, listen, listen. And I told him, then, one day I'm coming back with 10,000. And then I saw it in the Hadith of the Prophet that a Negro would come with 10,000 and destroy the Kaaba. I don't know who that Negro is. I just have to wait and see. But because the Kaaba is a sign. And when that which fulfills the sign is on the scene, you don't need the sign no more. Little by little, I had to recover from my pain, the separation from my teacher, your separation from your husband or your wife is painful, but you can recover, you see? Here I am in an automobile driving from Chicago to LA by myself, by myself. I had never been that way before, but I took the song, Route 66, and I followed it. Now you go through St. Louis, Joplin, Missouri, and Oklahoma City looks mighty pretty. You see Amarillo, Gallup, New Mexico. Jack, I was on that highway following the song. And the night I stopped in Gallup, New Mexico, I called home and Khadija told me that uh, the brother, um, the, the, the man that had played uh, Idi Amin in the movie, who? No. Godfrey Cambridge had died in LA and they wanted me to say his funeral, okay? So I'm on my way, I'm in the desert. Johnny Mathis is on singing a song called, I'm Going Home. And there's a part in there where I tried to play their game. You know, but it just wasn't for me. So tell somebody to come out and meet me cause I'm coming home. And then I'm just crying. And if I hear that song today, you might see the tears fall out of my eyes because the pain of what I suffered, I have not healed yet. 
I got out of my car in the middle of the desert, praying, crying, and screaming to the top of my voice. Allah, what is going on? What's going on? What's happening to me, to us, to the nation? I never thought at that point of suicide, but to attempt to rebuild the nation in the midst of the negative attitude toward the nation is like saying you want to die because there were so many out there desirous of killing me anyway. But how do you heal a broken heart? See? To heal means to make sound, to make it well or healthy again, to cure or get rid of disease, restore to a healthy condition, to reconcile, to free from grief and trouble. That's what you're suffering in these relationships that have broken the bond of trust and you've gotten an improper partner now to come into your life or improper male partner, improper female partner. And when you lay down in bed with a strange woman, see, you know that's not the real one. You ain't married. What is this then? Well, that's the pacifier. But it never heals the broken heart. So after I came back from Mecca and I met with Brother Jabril, I decided I was going to, well I had already decided to rebuild the nation of Islam according to the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And of course, uh, when I met with Brother Jabril, there were certain things that he had written in a manuscript that really pulled the scales off my eyes and allowed me to see that I was on a right course. And then my heart began to heal because I got involved in the work of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Now, I want to close this. The seeds that I heard from a daughter and a wife had an effect on me because when they were saying I was a hypocrite and they said that the words that they were using came from the messenger, then those seeds that I heard but didn't seem like they meant anything to me then, but they started taking root and those seeds led to my hypocrisy. See? And you can hear things. And one thing about leadership now, see, none of the leadership in the nation is perfect. Some of us are not even very good. Some. But 
Others are trying, but not perfect. So if you really want to bust up the house, you start throwing stones at the imperfections that you see in the leadership. Sometimes it's based on truth. Sometimes it's just a rumor and slander and gossip. But when you don't trust anybody anyway, you're prone to hear things and let them take root in you. And then you find all of a sudden you don't have the strength to sell a paper anymore. You don't have the strength to fish and bring a lost found anymore. You don't even have the strength or the will to come to the mosque anymore. You, 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 you'd rather just go on out in the world and say, will the nation fail me? It wasn't what I thought it should be. But what did you think it should be? It should be as perfect as the world that I heard that attracted me. Oh, come on. The word is perfect. But we are far from the perfection of the word. But we must be striving always to measure up to the word. But look, this, this is your family here. This is your family. I'm not negating your siblings, your blood brothers and sisters, but a blood brother and sister that's a disbeliever is not greater than a brother and sister who is a believer. need to be and uh, I want to wrap this up but I wanted you to see my break my pain and I've experienced now a lot of things in my personal life that I never could have experienced before to teach me what it means for a man to find another man in his bed. That's a lot of pain, brothers, isn't it? I ain't going to ask you to raise your hand if you've had that experience. But that's a hard pill to swallow, isn't it, brother? And if you know that kind of pain, don't think that she don't feel that too. She got the same kind of feeling that we got. So these side women, these side men, these things that pacify, See, you got to make up your mind to let all that crap go because that is what is destroying not just your marriage and your home, but it's destroying us as Muslims. 
I found out that I was polytheistic. I said I believe in one God, but my love for that God was tainted by a desire for something. And when I was offended, then I got shook. My faith got shook. So the scripture says, all ye shall be offended because of me this night. Because Jesus knew when he went to the cross, that would produce a night for his followers. But when they saw him appearing helpless, when they thought he was God, they lost their faith. See? All of you will be offended, he said, because of me this night. When he left us, we got offended because our hope was in him. As long as he was around, we could walk that walk and talk that talk and live that life. But when he was gone, it seemed like the person that inspired us was no longer there. But if we were worshiping Allah, the omnipresent, the ever-living, we would never have fallen by the wayside. We worshiped our teacher. And some of you are that way by me. See, oh, the minister, the minister, the minister. Thank God you have a brother that loves you and is desirous of serving you but to worship him would be a grave mistake on your part and let myths grow about the minister you know the minister can tune in you know then, oh boy let me tell you the minister did the minister that and you start lying to each other you know <laughs> putting me in it and then if I disappoint you because I don't tune up on you. <laughs> then you say, damn, the ministers deceived us. I ain't never told you I could tune in on you. But sometimes it appears that way. And you know why it appears that way? Because I'm talking into all your stuff tonight. And you said, damn, did the minister know that I had Mary Jane round the corner? <laughs> damn. <laughs> no, the minister don't know nothing about you. But God know everything about us. So if I'm an instrument that he's using, it may appear that I know what I don't know. But don't give me that credit. I'm just a vehicle, an instrument, like a microphone. See? So don't, don't get caught up with me. So that if the minister now dies tonight or tomorrow, you say, oh, the nation ain't worth a damn. The minister died. And I thought the minister was going to be around here making rain, hail, snow, and earthquakes.
Then you just mess yourself up and get all spooky. There's no mystery God. And I'm not the real God. I'm a little God. Hoping that I won't turn out to be a little devil. That's humble, isn't it? <laughs> I doubt if I turn out to be a little devil, but the, the point is we all got that tendency. That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. So, where could I go to mend my broken heart? Every one of you that have accepted Islam, you had a reason for accepting it. Now go back and look into your motive for accepting. Because something in here sufficed something that you needed in your life. See, you don't follow a leader except that that leader sufficed something that you felt you needed. The leader supplied it so you were there with him. That's my man. And that's the way we choose our husband and wives. They, they supply a need for us. But when you outgrow the need for that need, and you're looking for another leader, another religion, another husband, another wife. Huh? So, I had to heal, brothers and sisters. And I couldn't go to Khadija and ask her to heal me. I had a lot of wise people, but I couldn't go to Jabril and ask Jabril to heal me. There was no doctor for my broken heart. But since Allah created it and knew that it was broken, and this book, Quran, is called the healing, so he who revealed it is the healer. So let me go to Allah. Now, brothers and sisters, in, in my closing, this part of what I wanted to say to you, You follow a leader, you join a religion or a church or an organization because in it you find some degree of security. And when a relationship is damaged, your security is damaged. So you don't feel safe. You don't feel secure anymore. So you're not at peace. Your, your peace is broken. Okay? So now, God, listen to me carefully in this part. God allows us to be disappointed by men and women and leaders and teachers and organizations and preachers. 
He allows us to be disappointed so that we could know where the real source of our security is. Now, when you get time tonight or tomorrow or whenever, I want you to take the closing chapter of the Holy Quran and study it. See, if you watch everything in nature, the child follows the mother. Wherever the mother go, the baby, right with the mother. You see the horse have a new addition, the little coat or whatnot. You see the coat when the mother run, the little coat running, but not up with, right behind. See it in the dog family, see it in the cat family, see it in the animal kingdom. But at some point, the horse don't follow mama no more. At some point, the cat, the dog, the frog, they ain't following the mother no more because they've outgrown that need for mothering. Then you're, going, you're ready to go out on your own, see? That's growth, isn't it? So when you leave your mother's house, you may join an organization. And in that organization or gang or group, you find some degree of security. How you doing, mom? Yo, we'll drop by and see mom. Hey, what's happening, mom? Okay, you out with the boys smoking reefer, you out with the boys doing whatever you do. And that gives you a degree of security. But after you gang bang a while, you get tired too. You say, well, wait a minute, where, where's this leading, see? Now you're outgrowing the gang leader. You're outgrowing your frat or sorority affiliations. You know, woo, woo, you Delta, woo, you AK, all of that you outgrow. Now we can't hear you woo, woo, no more. You growing up. Now you go out in the world, you find a man, you find a woman, you make your vow, you have a family, you have children, then something comes in to break the house. Where do you go when your preacher deceives you? Where, where do you go when you find that your teacher is not perfect? Where, where do you go when your husband has broken his trust or your wife has broken hers? Where do you go? All right, family, we're going to stop this one right here and we're going to finish up tomorrow. Uh, man, I know y'all got some added notes after that next piece right there, family. So uh, go ahead and press one if you got something that you would like to share. Please, family, let's keep it brief and make sure that the feedback is about what the minister spoke on because we have 20 minutes. I have to get off at 9 a.m. So please, let's keep it concise 
and about what the minister spoke about in this specific uh, clip because it, he was some, it was some great stuff in here, man. I really want to know what y'all got out of what he said this morning. I think the next person from earlier was Brother Wesley. Go ahead, Brother brother Wesley. Assalamu alaikum, family. Um, the point that I wanted to, to speak on was when he broke down the word heal um, and the part of the definition being to cure of or remove disease. Um, and he spoke on that that bitterness that he felt when when he lost his faith and and, and began to curse or whatever. So I, I really focused on the fact that we have to combat that negative thought or those those negative um, inclinations that we have with a positive action and reserting back to our, our knowledge and reserting back to our teachings and going back into Allah as our refuge and not being um, relying on ourselves. And that's something that I've always been striving to do better at. Um, is not relying on my own understanding, but seeking Allah's understanding and getting to that mind of God so I can remove that disease of negativity that I have in myself. Yes, sir. Brother Rashid. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum salam. Yeah, I'm going to go back to when the minister, this was in the first clip we was watching, and he said about like when he was up in Mecca and they was worshiping the stone. That's basically like, you know, like because when things get set, like I was talking to my lady about, like I watch the trends, like when certain trends get set, I sit there because once you know who set the trends and everything, you look at it a whole different way. So it's now that with the whole angel numbers and it's like a lot of stuff going on now to where people seeing like, oh, I see these numbers as the angels. And that's like basically like like basically what you're saying, like y'all worshiping things other than a lot, you know, and you have to put him first before everything. So. It's more I got to talk about, but you, we gonna keep it brief though. So, assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam, brother Hill. Assalamualaikum, family. Waalaikumsalam. You hear me? I said yes, sir. Waalaikumsalam. All right. So I wanted to speak on when the minister was saying to be like he was a vehicle right. using using the message of Allah to get across to, to the world and to to live upright in that manner, even though he has his own hardships because we're all human. Mm -hmm. And the embodiment that he was speaking on, on being that. And then also when he spoke on being in the world, like speaking from my, my own personal experiences in the last part of the speech, when he's talking about outgrowing or joining organizations that find security, I was one of those individuals that who was in the streets because I was looking for a certain type of certain type of feeling to be a part of something. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was right or wrong, being in the streets and then joining a gang and then doing that for so long, then you you really outgrow it because you know you're here for a greater purpose than what the environment is pr provided for you. And you start to outgrow the individuals that you looked up to because you thought they was grown men just because they was older than you. Come to find out when you come to the age that <laughs> they were just lost boys as well. And diving into these organizations and finding these type of teachings is, is the only thing that can save you and not looking up to the leader, but looking up to the message. You know what I'm saying? To the true essence and the source of where it comes from and then falling in love with that and not being able to worship the person who's bringing the message, but worship where the source comes from. You know, and I'm outlaying right there. That's only. Well, that's a great point. That's one of the points that I had down 
of why they failed in the past, he mentioned because they had worshiped the leader and not Allah. And, you know, he said, some of y'all are doing that to me today. And we have to check that because sometimes if the minister didn't say it, I ain't, I ain't trying to hear, I ain't trying to hear that. When the, the checks and balance should be, is this what Allah, or does this confirm what Allah has given us either through the minister, through the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, or where is it at in the Quran? Like we, it, it, there at least has to be a check process. It don't care if the brother just joined. The brother who just joined can be right. The brother who's still a lost found can be right if it checks off with the in line with you know the teachings or what we get from Allah. So uh, that's that's something that you know we all gonna have to you know I'm pretty sure that's gonna be a trial and a test just like it was uh, back in the day when when the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is no no longer here because like he said it's, it, if that's the case then when he leaves. It'll be like the nation is over because I ain't got to listen to nobody no more. We should be able to submit to truth no matter who it comes from, no matter if they're younger than us, newer than us. And that's going to and we're going to have to, as he's been preparing us to, we're going to have to rise above emotions into the thinking of God at that point, because you already know what's going Man, who is this nigga? Man, who she thinks she is? Come on, man! Come on, this us. We still, we still black now, so we have to rise above emotions into the thinking of God and submit and worship no God but Allah. He says, "I'm not the real God. I'm the little God." And we have to understand that and see what that really looks like in our life to make sure that the nation still remains uh, even out of His presence, uh, Brother Shakur. Yes, sir. So, like a brother, Ben. Uh, the minister was talking about not personality worshiping. Like I said before, these lessons, these lessons, these lessons, these lessons. For those who've been in the nation a long time, remember when the minister used to speak. Afterwards, he used to have a question and answer session. In this particular time, uh, back in the day, it's probably over 20 years ago, uh, the minister had this lecture, and somebody asked him, asked him about the five percenters, right? He said, and they asked him, what did did the messenger, what did the most honorable Elijah Muhammad think about Plants 13X and his followers, right? The minister replied to him, he said, the message said, leave them alone. He said, the nation is gonna fall, but it's gonna fall and rise again and never fall again. He said, but they will never fall because they studied their lessons. They study their lessons. And that's why your lesson is so important. Because in that, that number 10, that 10th degree, it asks, why does Muhammad and any Muslim murder the devil? Right? Why does Muhammad and any Muslim murder the devil? What is the duty of each Muslim of guards of four devils? And what reward does a Muslim receive by presenting the four devils at one time? Now, that's deep there. He didn't say kill. He said murder. What is the term murder mean? After you take the life of something, then you cut the eyes out. Then you cut the arm off or you cut a, a, a limb off, right? So the four devils 
It's talking about the devil inside of you. One of the four basic devils are greed, lust, jealousy, and envy. You have to kill that. You have to cut that out of yourself. That's why these lessons are so important. Because I'm going to say, look, you got to study your lessons so you don't get hypnotized by somebody so you can look deep within yourself to manifest the God within inside of you. Because it goes on to say, he said, it goes on to say in that lesson that uh, um, it goes on to say that it says, why does Muhammad and Muslim murder the double? What is the duty of each Muslim of God, the four devils? What reward does a Muslim receive by presenting the four devils at one time? It says, because he is 1% wicked and will not keep and obey the laws of Islam. His ways and actions are like a snake of the grafted type. So Muhammad learned that he cannot reform the devil, so they had to be murdered. All Muslims will murder the devil because they know it's a snake. And also, if he be allowed to live, he would sting someone else. Right? Each Muslim is required to bring four devils, and by bringing and presenting four at one time, his award is a button well of his, on, the lapel, on the lapel of his coat. Also, free transportation to the holiest city of Mecca to see Brother Muhammad. Now, when you kill those four devils inside of you, the basic four, greed, lust, jealousy, and envy, you become Muhammad. You become a person worthy of praise, a little God. But you got to know how to have a discipline and study these lessons to be able to manifest these things for yourself. And I know y'all get tired of me saying stuff, but you better study them because that's going to, that's, oh boy. Allah, Allah, Salaam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you, sir. Uh, let me see. Another one that I had was that God allows us to be disappointed so that we can know where our real source of security is Woo! i know somebody felt that one he allows us to be disappointed to know where our real source of security is now i got a whole presentation that i can do on this thing and i'm probably gonna do one by the end of this year because <laughs> uh i done been through some stuff man and the way that it's unraveling now at this point, it's like there's a lot of conflict resolution that I'm doing behind the scenes right now that, you know, that some of y'all may be happy about or whatever later. And a lot of it, um, I, I think, is because he wanted not just individuals, but even others to know what the real source of security is. And that reminded me of yesterday when even he was talking about, I think he said the husband or the wife, like being willing to, uh, I think somebody brought up, being willing to let that person get the lesson and you're just a part of that person actually receiving or, look at you, and receiving or getting that uh, particular message. So um, allowing allowing us as individuals or us as a team or us as a nation to be disappointed because he even this kind of goes back to how they failed not just an individual but a nation was disappointed because they thought a certain thing or just didn't understand properly and through that although it failed it was a part of god's will because maybe it was a sign that hey don't let this happen again. And so now that you all see, 
who the real God is and what the real source is in the past, that's why I would never fall again because you all have already seen this test. You already have seen who should and is the only one worthy of worship. So it just takes me back to what I was thinking, you know, over the past month is that, man, it is there a certain, although evil may be in our life, grief may be in our life, disappointment may be in our life, but with the right perspective or Allah's coloring is actually good. Because although I'm in disappointment, the disappointment is causing me to discover and, and learn something else that's going to be greater than the disappointment that I was in. Although I'm disappointed, although I'm feeling in pain, if I have the right attitude and get the message and, and, and look at this from his perspective, there is a lesson in it for me. So what I should be doing when I'm going through depression or what I should be doing when I'm disappointed and sad is not run away from the God, not run, a, run away from the messenger. It's really to, man, let me get closer in so I can get the message quicker so I can get out of what he got me in. Because if we truly believe that nothing happens without the permission of Allah and Allah don't, he don't, he don't want difficulty for us he wants ease for us and we know that after difficulty comes ease then i must know that whatever i'm going through he ate man he permitted it so there's some purpose for it let me clear my mind of just focusing on me let me look at the god and see what he has for me and i can move through it a little easier because when we go to the gym and I don't know, Brother Shakir can relate to this because I know you see them, you see them guns on his arm. When you go to the gym, we're already expecting pain. None of us go to, to the gym expecting those weights to make us feel good. We go to the gym with an expectation that the weights is finna bring pressure resistance i'm finna leave the gym in pain but because of my perspective going into the gym when i feel the pain i don't stop i keep going because i'm already knowing that my muscles are supposed to tear and when they rebuild back up they're going to be re rebuilding back up stronger imagine if we looked at life that way how many of us would be as depressed as we are Imagine if we looked at our situations that way, would we feel as sad as we are or would we say, "Ooh, boy, this is a part of the process. God is working me out. He finna make me stronger for something. So that's what I, you know, uh, I, I'm getting, you know, when I heard that from the minister, man, uh, it's easy for us to kind of get off who our real source of, of security is and certain things will happen to remind us, all right now, don't forget, boy. All right now, don't don't forget, sister. And whatever I'm displeased with, I'll break it down so you can see it now. I done tried to give you a warning. Keep, keep, keep ignoring me, and you will see. And look at the beauty of God, man. The beauty of him is that he'll destroy it and make you think it's destroyed. And when you say, all right, Lord, I submit, he'll give it back to you. Now here. Yeah, I didn't break it like you thought I broke it. Here it is. Boy, the God is so merciful, boy. Woo! So, man, but look, we ain't got to go through all that, though. We just submit. So the minister said, 
the best of us will come from come by the word and the rest of us will come by the whooping so i thank you all for listening this morning family uh to this morning's power call uh man i appreciate y'all coming on every morning i know there's a couple of people that's texting me i can't text y'all back until tomorrow uh as i was sharing with the family uh when i asked y'all to join the telegram group the reason I'm asking y'all to join the Telegram is for these type of reasons. Hey, man, if, hey, if my text messages run out, we've been communicating in the Telegram, and I can shoot y'all the link in the Telegram. Or actually, it's the same link, family. So whether if I text y'all or not, I want y'all to start to get into the habit of every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m., I can click on that same Zoom link, put in that same passcode, and I can come right back in, all right? So tomorrow, we should have more people on the Zoom because I'm going to have my text messages back. But if I run out, let's just get in the habit of coming on at 8 a.m. And if anything changes, when I got the text messages, of course, I'll let you guys know. But um, when it comes to the Telegram, uh, I put it inside of the Telegram as well. So thank you all for listening. We will finish this tomorrow. We got about 20 more minutes of the minister's lectures tomorrow. And then we'll be on to the next one. We might start back reading in the uh, message to the black man after that. But I just know, man, there's a lot of people going through trying times and heartbreak and all type of stuff. So I feel like this would be a good lecture for many of us to uh, re-listen to or listen to for the first time. So thank you all for listening, y'all. As-salamu alaykum. Brother Ben. Yes, sir. I've got a quick question for everybody. If God is not next to you, who moved? Hmm. If God is not next to you, who moved? Thank you. That's deep. I'm going to have to ponder on that one. Hey, Ray. All right. You know the answer. Hey, sir. Slow leg. We'll leg is alive.